This is the Generic Live Show for Sunday, the 20th of May, 2018, and I'm back, baby! Wrong bit. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Balanced Breakfast and proud members of the Geekio Podcast Network. This is the Generic Live Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Generic Live Show. This is the Generic Live Show, the most generic live show on the internet. My name is Dale Campbell, and I am back, baby. Oh, it feels so weird to be back, and with that clumsy intro, you can clearly tell that that is, that is me doing it. Thank you everyone for joining me, and special as always, it's so good to be back in the chair. I was saying this in the pre-show, it's been, it's been about 20 days since I've actually been host on the show, because <laughs> we recorded that uh, AMA show. I re-recorded that uh, as a bank episode, and then last week, CJ Boat did a host takeover, did an amazing job, it was fantastic, and you guys should go uh, check that out, uh, except uh, I apparently in the chat spelled totally with two T's, <laughs> three T's actually, and <laughs> two L's, <laughs> that's how I roll, I just roll with the punches, uh, but we're here, thank you everyone for joining me. Uh, it's great to be back. It's uh, so good to be back into the swing of things. And uh, we, we're just going to get into the show. Uh, we got a lot going on. Uh, the second half of this hour, we're going to be... Dr- because everyone is changing their policies at the moment, I thought it would be a good idea to draft our very first generic live show policy. Live on the air. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Uh, but in the meantime... Uh, we have a list. We love lists on this show uh, because you know lists are, are fun things to uh, to break down and see how much uh, we agree with it. Uh, this was originally going to be the uh, the main bit of the show, but you know life happened, so you know you can't really control that. The best podcasts of 2018 so far, as of May 3rd. <laughs> okay, sidebar. Uh, back to me. Sidebar, can you have a list that says the words so far if we're not halfway through the year? Can that be a thing? Can we, like, not have lists that say best this so far this year? We're only, like, and not even. Like, that would have been written in April. So realistically, the first four months of the year is a so far this year. 
what's the rule what's the rule on that let me know uh you know what what the rule is on what you know how <laughs> how we should deal with so far lists i think it should be at least late june early july before we get the best of so far lists but not according to vulture.com uh who presents the best podcasts of 2018 so far uh spoiler alert we are not on this list i just want to unfortunately i couldn't couldn't get my application in on time uh i've got a lot going on right now so unfortunately generic live show is not on that list unfortunately as much as i'd want it to be uh it would be it would be massive exposure for the show if uh we ever got on one of these best of lists but yeah, you, you, we're, we're the best podcast in our hearts, right? <laughs> we're number one in our own hearts. Uh, ugh, too real. Uh, four months into the year. See? Four months into the year. Uh, okay. Four months into the year, we, the fight for the podcast throne of 2018 remains very much up for grabs. Yes, because it's only four months into the year. Four months into the year. That's an awesome quote too, by the way. We're number one. In, we're the number one podcast in our hearts, as voted on by our hearts. Ugh. Yes, four months into the year, and the throne for best podcast is still up for grabs, you guys. Huh? Go figure. Uh, we spoiled last year with an early introduction of S Town, which dropped in March and pretty much owned the industry narrative for the rest of the calendar. No such instant correlations this time around. Instead, we have a steady stream of very interesting projects that promise to take podcasting into wildly different directions. Because it's April! Because you wrote this in April! Don't expect the best thing to happen. Uh, to... Don't expect... Okay, I'm going full screen. I need to be on screen for this. Don't... Thanks, Carson Rhino. <laughs> We're the number one podcast in our hearts. Voted on by our hearts. Like, that. that is... That is... You can't expect a mind-bogglingly thing to happen at the beginning of the year to dominate the rest of the year. I mean, it happens. It happens. It certainly happens. But those tend to be surprises. You can't go into a year that that has all of these things and expect them... <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Oh. Uh, you can't expect these things to happen. Of course they do. There are anomalies. S-Town, from what I heard, I never actually got around to listening to it. But I hear it was really good. But you can't expect that to happen every single year. Otherwise, I would have been out of a job many moons ago. A few notes on methodology. Vulture.com report continues. Craft is, craft is a bit more important to them than the stories themselves. Okay. I tend to put more stock into podcasts that function as well as standalone experiences. Though I'm aware that that puts comedy, conversational, and quote-unquote after-show series at a disadvantage. I mean, so we're screwed. 
we're very screwed. We're I, we're not we're not a comedy show by any stretch of the imagination. I just I'm here for a laugh. I mean, suppose that is comedy. Uh, <laughs> I literally just defined comedy. Uh, what is it? Conversational. That's this show. We're very conversational. People could jump in the Discord at any time and be on the show. They're welcome to, and we encourage it. And we have an after show where we break down a BuzzFeed quiz every week. So we're never getting on this list, you guys. We have a very uphill battle. Uh, and as always, more established shows have the added burden of being ranked against prior seasons. That's, that's true. Uh, so we're going to start doing the list here. And they've got Caliphate, the New York Times. Gripping, bold, unsettling, and the New York Times' first serialized audio documentary is essential listing, full stop. Uh, Caliphate is a immaculately produced, grounded, with vivid cinematic stability, uh, a sensibility that melds well with the mind's eye. That doesn't tell me what it's about. Okay, well. Uh, another one is West Cork by Audible. Because apparently Audible does podcasts now. Of course they do. Geek-io.net slash Audible. Uh, for something, some product somewhere. Uh, West Cork gets mad points for expanding the plate of true crime podcasts. Oh, these are all going to be true crime podcasts. Personal Best by CBC. Uh, if Nathan For You had a baby and left it in the Canadian woods... To fend for itself, that baby would grow up and look a lot like personal best. That's a bit weird. I'm not going to lie. That's a little weird. Uh, I only listen in, I only listen to The Mountain Gods by Night Vale Presents. Um, apparently that's a spin-off series? A spin-off series? Maybe? Uh, we've got Wolverine The Long Night uh, by Stitcher and Marvel. Wow, Marvel does podcasts now? You guys, we have no hope. There is no hope for us. Huh. Uh, slow Burn. Actually, what is that Marvel one about? Uh, it wouldn't have been cheap, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Marvel was developing a fictional podcast based on Canada's favorite cigar, Chomping Mutant Wolverine. That's a Wolverine podcast. Oh, I suppose it's in the title. Der Fred. Uh, Corson Rhino says, I feel bad for these best of lists. Uh, a great insight into what authors like. Not really an objective of good or bad. I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is... This list is basically a recommendation on uh, on what this person uh, likes. Uh, and also, hey, guess what? All of these, again, aren't comedy, aren't conversational, and don't have an after show. Uh, because that, I, I feel like, and to piggyback on Horace and Rana's point here, I, I have a feeling that those are those are kind of what journalists like to listen to and i'm not putting journalists in a box and i know everyone's different 
But for writing a best-of list like that, listening to a bunch of serialized content makes for a good review. I'm just saying. I mean, again, I put, I, I put everyone in a box there, but you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, no one wants to, like, what story is there to write about this show? We can't really, <laughs> we can't really write a, like, a hundred word review for this show. I mean, if ever, if someone wants to write a, like, a, a proper review of this show, I mean, that's, you have more time than me, but, <laughs> which that would be a bit weird if I wrote a review for my own show. It just makes for a more interesting thing. The generic live show. Uh, <laughs> born in 2015. The generic live show. Started as a daily show and then talk, turned into a three hour live stream every single Sunday. Host Dale Campbell and friends. Play around for three hours. Did we mention this stream is three hours long? I don't think we've mentioned that in a while, that this stream is three hours long. Like, oh, and and uh, attempts to provide entertainment as well as delivering the week's news. I mean, that's, uh, that's about as far as we'd go for this show. I'm just, I'm just, there's only so far you can go. Uh, Wooden Overcoats, apparently is an independent podcast, this daftly British podcast sitcom has been around since 2015 and it's only gotten better over time a sitcom podcast that would be interesting that would be so interesting but again and also all of these shows i, I i'm led to believe are scripted and performed by a professional professional actor, voice actors, and maybe just actor-actors, actor-actors, you know, are, are, are written and done by professionals, and, you know, it's, again, it kind of harpens back to what makes for an interesting uh, journalist writing, but I thought I'd, I thought I'd mention some, some, some of my, some of my peeps, my homeboys in the podcast world. And also for the fact that they've done a, a best-of list written in April. That's also kind of annoying. <laughs> just just headsup.com. Again, you can't really write a best-of list in April when an anomaly like S-Town came in last year and blew everything up. So. But... You know what is coming through and blowing everything up right now? Ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of this. This is not my show. Or is it? I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2002, 2001, 1941, 704. Is it the same as you remember, or is it the same as it ever was? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my favourite bit. It's the same as you remember, same as it ever was. We're just got a random year, we don't, we don't have anything... 
Uh, we don't have anything too special. Hashtag headsup.com. Did I really just say that? <laughs> that sounds like... Of course, Rhino typed it in the chat, but that sounds like something I just said. Headsup.com. Uh, we're taking a trip back to February 2005. We're heading back in time, ladies and gentlemen. In this segment, we like to call, same as you remember, same as it ever was. February 1st, 2005, Canada introduces the Civil Marriage Act, making Canada the fourth country to sanction same-sex marriage. That's so long ago. <laughs> uh, February 6th, 2005, Tony Blair becomes the longest-serving Labour PM in the United Kingdom, marking 2,838 days as British Prime Minister. I forgot that they... I forgot that they didn't have uh, term limits on Prime Ministers in Britain back then. And also on, Feb oh, on February 7th, 2005... Britain Ellie MacArthur becomes fastest person to sail solo around the world, taking 71 days, 14 hours, 18 minutes, and 33 seconds. That is a long time in 2005. Uh, Corson Rose says, I didn't realise that either. So that's about the PM. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... I, I knew that's what you meant. Uh, that... That's... Yeah. Uh, mm. Quick detour. Uh, let's see what uh, British Prime Minister term limits. Here's what I found on the web for the British Prime Minister term limits. You know that's not helpful. Really not helpful. You you just you literally just repeated what I said. But put the word but in there for some reason. Siri, why'd you do that for? Uh, oh, that was a noise that just happened. Uh, now... Do, do, do. Uh, there are no term limits in the British Prime Minister still, to this day. Huh. Okay. Hey, we learned something today. I'm proud of myself. I've taught everyone something today. Uh, February 8th. That's such an old school move, just to... Uh... That's just, uh, there. Oh, yeah, they have to keep getting elected. Yeah, that's a good point, Chorus and Rhino. They have to keep, uh, uh, she writes, no direct set limits. However, they must maintain the support of the House of Commons, which has a term of five years. So, yeah, they have to keep getting elected uh, in order to stay Prime Minister. So, huh, that's interesting. Uh, February 8th. 2005, Israel and Pastilla, uh, Pastilians see, agree to cease fire. Excuse me. February 10th, hey, this is relevant news. February 10th, His Royal Highness Charles, Prince of Wales, announced engagement to Camilla Parker Bowles, Duchess of Cornwell. There you go. February 14th, 2005, Lebanon's former Prime Minister Ra Rafik Hari, I said that right, uh, is assassinated, prompting the country to fall into chaos, unfortunately. Uh, February 16th, 
2005, the Kuroto Protocol comes into force following its ratification by Russia. Oh, Camilla. <laughs> oh, Camilla. Don't you ever change. Uh, let's see if I can quickly call this up without breaking everything. Oh, Camilla, you stop. Stop it. Okay. God, the stream is having a good day today. I, I, I'm going to jinx it. Hey, I'm, I'm really going to jinx it, but I'm really loving the stream today. Uh, it's so quick. Quicker than normal. Uh, in February, uh, February 23rd, 2005, Sol Solvika? Solvika? Summit 2005 begins, making it the first occasion when a sitting American president visits Slovika. That's Solvika, I swear. Uh, George W. Bush and Vladimir Putin are in attendance. Oh, George Bush. Stop it. <laughs> also on February 23rd, 2005, vote on the controversial French law on colonialism. Colonialism repealed starts in 2006. And uh, what else is there? Uh, that's about it. Uh, nothing else here to see. Uh, the Miller died at 89 on February 10th. I don't know why I've started to sing. <laughs> no! No, not doing the rap. Should do the same as it ever was as a rap. That would be interesting. That would, that would, that would actually require me to prepare something before the show. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> The rap was the same as you remember, or the same as it ever was. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, that rounds out this. This is not my show. Or is it? I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2001, 1941, 704. Is it the same as you remember? Or is it the same as it ever was? That's right. That's right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, everyone. Uh, as we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday, it's so good to be back. We're going to have... A policy meeting, everyone. We're going to draft our very own generic live policy live on the show. This is going to go so well. Um, that we're going we're gonna to see what direction this goes in as we continue. Here on the generic live show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. It's a pleasure as always. Be right back after these messages. Stay tuned.
finally found the most generic live show. This is the generic live show. See, there you go. I just needed that first segment to warm up. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the generic live show for a Sunday. My name is Dale Campbell, just in case you forgot who I was. <laughs> no, huge thank you to CJ who uh, hosted the show last week. It was an amazing show. Uh, you can go back in the archives uh, and uh, watch it again. It was... Uh, it was a great show. Alright, you guys should go check it out and give uh, him some support. And it was fantastic. But it's so good to be back! I'm Dale Campbell. And my setup is Campbellistic. Alright. Alright, crisis avoided. Alright, everyone. Uh, your inbox. Uh, your inbox has been flooded uh, this past week, right? You know? It's just. It's been. Oh. Something... Okay. Hang on. I'm... Hmm. One of my legs got a bit... Uh, muffled up. Okay. Uh... Duh, duh. So, everyone... Okay, one of my news stories got taken down. Huh. Okay. Well, that's... It was there before the show started. Huh, okay, well, hey, guess what? The show's back. Uh, oh, this, this works anyway. Uh, so, your emails have been inundated with a bunch of reminders to tell you that companies are updating their privacy policy, right? We've all received those emails, right? About how such and such is, uh, this email has changed and this email has changed. But none of the emails have really told you why. So, it's all in, it's all in the uh, backstory of uh, Europe, the Europe's new privacy law that I believe, I, I said this a couple of days ago, but I think it was like last year or the year before or something. Uh, but I don't think this article uh, says that. Uh, on May 25th, which is when all of these new privacy policies are taken into consideration. The power balance will shift towards the customers, thanks to the European privacy law that restricts how much personal data is collected and handled. The rule, called the General, Prote the General Data Protection Regulation, or the GDPR, focuses on ensuring that users know, understand, and consent to the data collected about them. Under the GFDR, pages of fine print won't suffice. Neither will forcing users to click yes in order to sign up. Instead, companies must be clear and concise about their collection and use of personal data like full name, home address, location, IP address, or I the identifier that tracks uh, the web... Where am I? Uh, web... And app use on smartphones. Excuse me. I had a little bit of a, uh, a fluff there. Companies have to spell out why the data is being collected and how uh, and how or, and whatever it will be used for to create profiles of people's actions and habits. Moreover, customers will gain the right to access data companies store 
about them. The, uh, the right to collect inaccurate information and the right to limit the use of decisions made by algorithms amongst others. The law protects individuals in 28 member countries of the European Union, even if the data is processed elsewhere. So, as long as you're a, as long as you're a person in uh, the European Union that is... So, say for example, if you are a person in Europe who is signing up to an American company, those laws still apply to that company for those users in that country. Which is astonishing, by the way. Because one easy way out for them would have been to go, not my country, I'm not here, we're based somewhere else, these laws don't apply to us. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, an easy way. I multinationals. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, <laughs> that's one way to put it, I guess. That's, that's definitely one way to put it. That means the GDFR will apply to publishers like Wired, Banks University, much of for the Fortune 500, the alphabet soup of ad tech companies that track you across the web devices and apps and Silicon Valley tech giants. Uh, this article... And uh, goes on and on and on and on. And also, uh, what doesn't help uh, here... Let's switch back to me for a sec. Uh, what doesn't... Ha what does help here is... Uh, the f people are putting this down to the Facebook uh, Analytica stuff. And yes, that has to do with a lot of that as well. And how Europe has taken steps in the right direction over the past. And we've talked about it on the show before about protecting data. Uh, European countries have always wanted to keep their data for their own and wanted to make sure that they have... create their own sort of ecosystem, if that makes sense. Still have that knowledge out there, uh, but keep it concise to the European countries because uh, unlike America or Australia, uh, the European Union is a collective of countries, so you not only have to think about the environment for one person, but you have to think about the environment for so many other people as well. Now, if you're much like me, which listening to this show, you yeah, you might you might be similar to me. You, uh, you might. I'm not saying you are, but you want you want the brief, right? You want the you want the, you want the DL. I don't, you want the download. <laughs> if you're much like me, you want the download. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> if you're much like me, you need the download. What am I talking about? And by the way, this does affect all 28 European, currently European countries. Which, by the way... BT dubs, no one's actually, no one's written about this yet, but it'll be interesting to see if once the, once the UK separates from the European Union, which is happening at some point, sometime, it'll be interesting to see what those, what those data, what those data entries would look like. Thanks, Coruscant Brady, for adding that quote. Much like me, you need the download.
I'm really I'm on fire today. Uh, but you know, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what data protections that then the UK will take, whether they'll still be a part of this data agreement or if they will cut ties with that entirely and uh, focus on a, a whole a single solution. But again, if again, if you're much like me, you want you want the skinny ninny. Uh, we have nine key phrases of the new upgraded privacy policies, right? You have the upgraded policy slogans. So here they are. One, uh, information we collect or information you give us are two different things. For as long as you've been using the internet, you've been likely giving your personal information to dozens of websites that require you to create an account to access services or purchase products. There you go. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, in, uh, There's a difference between your name that you provide to a service and your IP address that you don't put in there. So that that's that's a key thing as well for differentiating these privacy policies that you should be looking at. Uh, the second one is the term cookies, particularly choc chip ones. You should really should really investigate those choc chip cookies. Uh, if you purchase an item on Amazon, you must create an account which at least requires you to provide your email address to place an order. You have to edit your credit card, billing, and shipping information. According to Amazon's privacy policy, the company retrieves and stores any information you enter on the web you give us in any other way. If, you, if, you, if a logon isn't required or you aren't making a purchase, websites still use cookies to collect data. Little bits of text that help the site identify you. So there you go. Uh, Chorus and Rhino says, investigate the chuck chip cookies with <laughs> scrutiny. Eat several of them if necessary. If absolute necessary. Though, you can't, you can't go eating these chuck chip cookies willy-nilly. You have to be very precise on which chuck chip cookies you eat. Every time I make that joke. Every time. It always gets old. So, number three, the third key phrase is information security. A privacy policy should describe how a company stores your personal information, but the language around it is often vague. You may have to take additional steps to fully secure your data. For example, the Book of Faces says you have... you what? They have team of engineers, automated services, and advanced technology such as encryptment and machine learning, unquote, and ease of, to use security tools. But you also have to go to the security help center to learn how to enable those tools. Hmm. At number four, third party. Bum, bum, bum. This one's the biggie. I, I feel like this, this one's the biggie in, in terms of this situation. Uh, thank you, uh, mentalfloss.com for, for this article. You have... Uh, uh, praise be on to you. Uh, because you didn't take your... You didn't take your, uh, your news article down within an hour of the show starting. 
Uh, this is another vague area for many policies. Facebook and Amazon both share data with a number of third parties, including customer service providers and third-party apps. You connect to your Facebook account uh, to find out really how old you look in your profile picture. <laughs> By the way, that's all those... Okay, let's, let's, let's take a sidebar down Facebook quizzes for a second, right? All of, and I'm guilty of this too. Like, I'm not... This is not me sh quiz-shaming people because I do quizzes every week. But those Facebook quizzes are, are the worst thing on the planet, right? Also, they're not really quizzes because they don't really ask you a question. The one question they ask you is, do you want to connect your Facebook account? That's the one question. <laughs> Sometimes they don't even ask that. So, you know, and they, then they tell you which friend on your friends list uh, you're attracted to and who, who you will marry in five years. They're my favorite, by the way, because they always get it wrong. Because one time I got my mother. Hi, mum. Uh, <laughs> hi, mum. I know you're watching. Uh, so companies may not uh, share non-identifying information, data that cannot be traced back to you as an individual. Uh, number fifth. Number fifth. Number fifth. Number fifth. Affiliated business. So, you've got Facebook, who also has WhatsApp, who also has Instagram, who also has this. So, you've got a, a lot of companies, number fifth, uh, you also have companies that work together and may cross-share. Uh, for example, you know, uh, Amazon has a lot of companies that they work with to deliver products to people every day. So, there you go. Combined data or data broker, excuse me, excuse me, combined data or data broker, these chips from the pre-show are really, really giving me some trouble. Combined data or data broker, data brokers collect, compile and sell personal information from your name and email address to the websites you visit and your search history. Oh no. Companies purchase this data to create a more complete profile about you. Oof, that's the scary thing. Number seven, opt-in versus opt-out. And, I mean, this girl, I mean, she doesn't know. She just, she just doesn't know. She just, she just doesn't know whether she should stay or, sh or should she go. She's just very confused just doesn't know where she is right now. Again, I really want to do the thing where we tell a story, but only using stock photo images. I wonder if there's a website that just randomly generates stock photos. <gasps> That's what we're doing. <laughs> but again, she doesn't know what she's doing. But love, we're here to tell you. Check your privacy policies about how much control you have over your information. Uh, many will have sections that outline what choices you have and how you can opt in or out of certain services. Uh, the word delete is another good thing as well. Another important thing to ask is what happens to my information over time? Facebook's 
stores your data for, quote, as long as necessary, unquote, to provide you with products and services, but the information will be deleted once you've deleted your account. So never. Uh, and number nine, contact us. Uh, like this, you know, this, this gentleman with this tie on, I know you can't really see the guy in the background, but he, he's just, he's saying, contact me. Maybe that girl above can, can use this information here. Companies should offer a way to get in touch. Dixon recommends reaching out and to companies directly and asking these questions about their privacy practices. Ladies and gentlemen, I apparently can now host a tech show. <laughs> the show used to be all tech, all geeky stuff, so I don't know why I said that. But anyway, that's, that's your privacy corner update. So, for the last 15 minutes here, I thought, okay, and I don't know how well this is going to go, and we do have more news stories this hour if this doesn't work, but I really want to write a generic live policy now for this show this show and if you're if you're in the chat and want to jump in the discord and and throw ideas around as well please do so uh, i'll do the uh if you want to throw ideas around we can throw ideas around for this generic live policy uh, for this show what should this show's number one policy should be <laughs> generic live show's next top policy <laughs> That's a good. That's a good name. Generic Live Show's next top policy, uh, and what key phrases should be in it? I think, for me as well, uh, it should be. I should put, of course, what time, what the show's about as well in there somewhere. I reckon it should be just a general, a general information. It's an information sheet basically. Ah, uh, oh, also one of my favourite ones for. Uh, for these privacy policy updates is uh, Humble Bumbles. It's, it's like, we know you've been getting a lot of these. They're important, trust me, but we, we get it. You're getting a lot of these. Uh, so the Jerk Live policy, uh, which is the title. Uh, the title is Generic Live Policy. That's the title. Uh, what should be in this policy? I think it should be, uh, oh God, what's, what's a good way to start this bit? Uh, uh, man, uh, Sundays, the show, the, sh this show shall air on a Sunday. That's what, that's what it should be. This show shall air on a Sunday. That's rule number one. Uh, we can come up with, we can come up with nine, sure. Uh, come up with nine. The show shall air on Sundays. Uh, this show shall not always have Dale as host. <laughs> That's a good one too. This show shall not always have Dale as host. That's a good one. Uh, because CJ did a good job hosting last week. Had to. Uh, what else? Uh-huh. Uh, thou shall always be a BuzzFeed quiz. That's a good one too. It's the third one. So we got number one being this show shall shall always air on a Sunday. Uh, this show shall always uh, this this show shall always not have Dale as host. 
coming from Dale. <laughs> That's from Dale as well. Uh, this show shall always have a BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, this show shall always have a technical failure, because that's always, that's always the case. Uh, number five is, uh, this show, uh, oh, this show shall have, always have the host making a fool of himself. That's always a fun one too. That's a good one. Uh, where are we up to? Number six, uh... There sh thou shall be a lot of awkward pauses. That's a good one too. Uh, thou shall not always delete a show. Uh, follow the template here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we only have information that you give us. Oh yeah, the cookies. We can. The, a rule of this show should be: you are allowed to investigate, quote unquote, investigate chocolate chip cookies. Shall the desire fit? Yeah, <laughs> you shall always investigate the chocolate chip cookies with scrutiny. <laughs> Eat several of them if necessary. <laughs> uh, what else is the thing on the show? Uh, there shall always be. Uh, sax or porn music. Uh, that, that's also, it's also a part of this show. Wilson <laughs> Rido likes this policy already. Uh, Kerry says, I'm investigate a lot of chocolate chip cookies tonight at the movies. Yes, right? Investigate all them chocolate chip cookies. Oh, the movies sound good right now, though. <laughs> I still need to go out and see Deadpool, too. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, oh, thou, th see, the show gets trolled a lot as well, so uh, we we're uh, we should always get trolled. Uh, should be welcoming to trolls. That's also a good one too. Oh, an earlier pre-show bit though too, because you know I like to incorporate the pre-show into the actual show. Uh, thou shalt not insult Pokemon. This is a good one too. Thou shalt not. Uh, uh, investigate, uh, inter uh, insult Pokemon. <laughs> Disarm these trolls with niceness uh, and playing along with their bits. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good one too. Disarm the trolls with niceness and playing along with their bits. That's a good one. There you go. There's there's a rule. Thanks, Kerry. Uh, yeah, I do need to see Deadpool by Thursday too. Awesome, Rhino. So apparently we're doing a show on it or something? I don't know. I think we got this. I haven't written any of this down, so I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to do all this from memory. Alright. Uh, this is the generic live policy. Uh, rule number one. Uh, the show shall air... Uh, the show shall air on a Sunday. The show shall not have Dale always as host. And uh, number three is... Uh, the show must always have a BuzzFeed quiz. I forget the rules. The rules are gone. Horse <laughs> Rider says, Don't play with their bits. Playing along is fine. <laughs> no, you don't want to play with trolley bits. That's... Uh, 
I think no, that's my thing though. Like I, I, I quite in, I enjoy giving trolls uh, the love that they deserve. Right? Trolls need love too. Trolls need love too. Oh, that sounded bad. I didn't mean that. <laughs> that sounded worse than what I wanted. Ah, uh, thanks for some money for adding the coin. <laughs> you don't want to play with trolley bits. Alright, well, this ended as well as I'd hoped. So, we're going to get to another story. <laughs> because, you know, why not? We had fun. But yes, privacy policies are, are, are common. So, uh, stay tuned for that. They're just... You know... Uh, yeah, I, the privacy policies is true. They're, they're worth a read. Uh, yeah, they're going to be all very similar in nature. And if you look for those nine keywords, you should be alright, European listeners. So, you know, yeah, happens. Uh, Kerry says, I, lo I love how they think they're derailing the show. Instead, they just end up making the post-show a blast and making running bits that last for months. Oh, yeah, another 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 policy for this show is, yeah, the law of Josh. We shall always follow the law of Josh and use moist Kleenex tissues and, and put pillows up our shirt. That's also another thing as well. Uh, poor Maddie hasn't been on the show since. She quit the next day. True story. Oh, Moist Teenex Clishu. MVP of that night. So was Laura of Josh, actually. Uh, we love we love recurring bits on this show. We love it. Uh, so, we have a bizarre story to round off the hour here. This headline is interesting. No, it's not more deconstructed business. Woman outraged as well-off, quote-unquote, well-off in-laws insist she pays for broken glass. We continue. Anonymous mum-to-be told Mama sent. Oh, go away. More in real life. Go away. <laughs> what the fuck? Says Chris Ryan. I agree. WTF. The anonymous mum to be told Mum sent. Mum's net. That's a real place. Users, she was drinking a non alcoholic mocktail during her visit. Although she originally said it was a glass of wine. Ooh. Plot twist. Plot twist. She wrote, Went to parents-in-law home last weekend, had a glass of wine, and I accidentally dropped it. Quote, No big deal. They shrugged it off. I, I get on well with both father-in-laws. I... All these friggin' abbreviations in there. Don't have them in there, because I have to figure out what F-I-L means live on the air. And mother-in-law. And 
have been with my darling husband for four years now, and we have are having our first child in four months. No, okay, I'm going to reread that sentence. How it's written? How it's written? Ready? This whole bit. Ready? Here we go. Quote: No big deal. They shrugged it off. I got on well with both Fil father-in-law and Mil mother-in-law, and have been with my Dh darling husband for four years, and we're having our first child in four months. No one says that. No one uses those abbreviations. No one. No one. Fil. Ugh. I've been with. Oh my God, Stacy. I've been with my Dh for four years now. Can you believe it? Oh my God, Stacy. My Dh is getting the DL. I'm giving my DH the DL right now, and oh my god. You wouldn't believe what FIL John did the other day. It was amazing. He cooked the best steak. He did it just how I like it. This character is going to die. Much like TSA Man. We have one-shot characters on this show. Janiqua was being such a bitch again. Karen says these abbreviations are super common on family and member communities. Uh, like certain subreddits. I see DH... On a lot of these subreddits I lurk on. Uh, sometimes it stands for dear husband. Other times it stands for damn husband. Depending on the context. <laughs> I mean. It could be both can't it? It could be a, a dear damn husband. A damn dear husband. <laughs> I mean. I, that, I, I'm not on Reddit. So that's probably why. I'm, I'm a prude when it comes to this sort of stuff. Uh, anyway. The editor of the article must have added to the parentheses in there to explain what those means. I, I'm glad that they did, actually, because I would have no idea. We put God on both with the fill and the mill. <laughs> Be with my DH. I would have no idea. I'm not old. I feel old sometimes. Anyway, we continue. Uh, they're well off, as in very well off. DH and I. <laughs> Seriously, that's gross. Anyway, I continue. Says the single person, but anyway. On the other hand, I live in a rented three bed semi detached property, so definitely not as well off. Quote, I. I don't know that... Oh, I forgot I wasn't... There we go. Uh, I don't know at the time, but said the wine class apparently happened to be a, a pretty high end. Phil had spent the, this morning, sent me an email saying that I uh, can transfer $280 to him or buy the glass online. He even attached a link and included their address. Should I not already know it by now? <laughs> That's a good point. You know this person's address because A, they're fa your father-in-law. And also, 
You know where they live. You had dinner there. You broke a glass. At first, I thought it was a joke. And then you realize that these people had no sense of humor. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, that's a very good point. Uh, so they obviously had expected me to pay them ASAP. Hadn't told DH yet. <laughs> really shocked at this, as they are not known to be this stingy. You broke their glass, TBH. As she said, it was unreasonable to refuse or, quote, buy a $30 glass off Amazon. Oh my god, I'll just buy a $30 glass from Amazon. Unsurprisingly, other mums were uh, shocked at the rude in-laws' bonkers request. <laughs> I love the word bonkers, by the way. The, the word bonkers is so good. One wrote, quote, This is one for your DH to sort out. How rude of them. Accidents happen, and they don't charge guests for dropping a glass. Shaniqua was being such a bitch again. Uh, another said, <laughs> I'm doing this voice now. Another said, The great it's taste. awful. The great taste is so bad. Also, it's awful. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, they shouldn't buy glasses that expensive unless they're prepared to be okay with one being broken occasionally. Oh my god, Chaniqua, stop being such a bitch. Again. <laughs> Another wrote, bubble wrap from Poundland. <laughs> oh. Bubble wrap, one from Poundland. That sounds like a book title. Another one suggests that you uh, stir up by changing friends to come to her baby shower. Okay, well, I don't know about you, but <sighs> this is going to sound really harsh, but she should probably replace with... <sighs> she should probably replace it eventually, right? With With a glass. It doesn't have to be $280. Or what you do do is, what you do do, what you should do next time that you're over there is you should bring a bottle of wine or, or bring something additional to go, hey, sorry for, for breaking your $280 wine glass. I don't pay that in rent. My rent is cheaper than that wine glass. Like, seriously. Uh... But, you know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. You should you should take over at least a token of an apology, right? Or is that just me? We'll find out. We'll find out on the other side. As we get to hour two of the program. Hi! Thanks, everyone, for joining me. Here on the Jarek Live Show <coughs> for a Sunday. My throat is super dry at the moment. But, we're pushing through. We're heading to hour two. Thanks for joining us. Uh, is that... Uh, thanks... Uh, what am I saying? Uh, it was revealed. Uh, we're going to start hour two off on a somber note, unfortunately. 
Uh, it was revealed how Robin Williams spent his final days. And we're gonna, I thought that listeners of this show would appreciate uh, that. So why not put it at the top of the hour? I'm going to take a drink of water now because by, I have not stopped talking this hour. So we're going to head into hour two. Ah, oh no, before I do, we're going to get comments from the chat. Uh, Corson Rhino says, I don't understand why you buy wine glasses that expensive. And uh, Kerry says, probably because they're snobby white people. Yeah. Snobby white people. They're snobby fills and mills with Sunday spills. Oh. They have thrills, spills, and wine glasses breaking. No, that doesn't really work. All right. (laughs) Thanks for joining me. We'll see you in hour two.